Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. Good evening. Morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the podcast uh, Love the Graps. Um, it's a podcast about wrestling. Yeah. And very specifically, a wrestling shows that we've been to on an evening, just like this one. Yeah. Um, and we have just got home from Fight Club Pro in Wolverhampton. Yeah. Night one of their big Easter weekend tour. The Dream Tag Team Invitational. That's right. Um, it is currently one fifty-three in the morning. Yeah, I thought we'd be home early tonight. I did, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah. we went to Fight Club Pro with the, you know, naive hope that it would finish at a reasonable time. Yeah. Alas, we were fooled. Yes. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's been a good day. It has been a good day. Yeah, it's been... I guess it turned into a bit of a long day because... Yeah. Um, so we did set out early. We did. To, to go and hang out in Wolverhampton for a bit. Which has places to hang out. It does, yeah. 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 We, we saw lots of interesting places. Yep. Uh, and went in a few of them. We went in a few little places. Yeah. Um, we got to Wolverhampton probably about one, I guess, in the end. Yeah. Thanks to some traffic. But yeah. um, just around one. And we went to a Lego exhibition. Yeah, the art gallery. Brick Wonders at the Art Gallery, yeah. which um, was cheap to was go it? to. Yeah, it was, was cheap it? for an exhibition of art. <laughs> was it art? Well, do you know what? I'm going to bury this. Go this. on then. It, it, I was underwhelmed by it. <laughs> I don't expect to have been overwhelmed, but I can't imagine anyone ever being overwhelmed by Lego. Well, but unless I, it comes down on you yeah. um, from above. I at least expected to be whelmed. Um, yeah. And I was underwhelmed. I don't know whether under, being underwhelmed is a burial, but I guess... It was yeah. It was very slight. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot to it. The bits that were there, they were quite nice. There were some nice models made out of Lego. Basically, the theme of it was a lot of different... Things from around the world, landmarks and such, built in Lego. Yeah. Now, um, I've, I've seen, I've been to Lego Land, not the one in Denmark. No. The one in Windsor, um, which is slightly uh, less salubrious than the one in Denmark. And there, they've got a bit where they have bits, world, world buildings, like famous buildings and bits from around the world built out of Lego. And I've got to tell you, it's quite impressive. This was like a child had made it. Well, no, no. I think that everything was quite well made, except what they did was they finished about quarter of the way through. Yeah. They go, oh, yeah, do you know what? We'll just make, like, one corner of that. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do the Grand Canyon, but we'll just do a very little part of it. And, and oh, yeah, we're going to do, like, the ancient Egyptian pyramids but we'll just do like one corner of the pyramid yeah. and you did promise me mm. Lego Great Barrier Reef Chris and what, was, did, what did we get we got a picture of it we got a photo of it which is the same photo that was on the website yeah um, yeah there were lots of photos of Lego 
Yeah. And some Lego. Yeah. Ah, you know. I said earlier it was £4 a ticket. What can you get for £4? Not a lot these days. Wow. We did get to see two of the worst paintings I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life. Do not go and see these paintings. <laughs> I'm not, I don't think we should even describe them, but they were just... Some art... I mean, I like... This is going to sound like a sound... Whenever you say, <laughs> I like art, yeah, I you like sound art. like somebody who doesn't know anything about art. But yeah. in fact, I do know some stuff about art. Yeah. And I do enjoy going to see art. Yeah. Um, I even sometimes pronounce the T at the end of yeah. it. Um, but yeah, that was, that didn't qualify as art. Like It was confusing and horrible. Yeah. And, and not in a good way. <laughs> and, um, not in a good way. Not like a Darby Allen match. No. And and there was also a painting which I, I, I think you quite liked. I know our friend John really quite liked it. Um, it angered me. And I was my anger was only made worse by reading the description the artist had provided. Right, I didn't look at the description. Um, it, oh. And I didn't, I, I, I didn't particularly like it. No. But also, I've seen lots of art that just, I know that people have academic justification for it. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that I have to like it, but it also means that... Uh, probably is not worth getting upset. It was about terrible. It. it was terrible. But that, you know, it's a smorgasbord. <laughs> there might be some stuff that you like. Yeah, I, I believe you're into a lot of your Renaissance paintings. <laughs> Am I? Um, or you like landscapes, don't you? Is that what I like? Yeah, and bowl, paintings of bowls of fruit. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's the kind of art that's that you like. Oeuvre. Yeah. Whereas I like it when it's just some squiggles. <laughs> but um, yeah, it wasn't all art, was it? We, we managed to eat in a a Weatherspoons that wasn't a yeah. Weatherspoons. Yeah, we did. That was fine. Uh, we managed to go to a shop with the most Funko Pop toys I've ever seen yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Um, and the upstairs had some comics. And while the meet and greet for the show that we went to later was going on, one of the wrestlers was just buying comics. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. I bought a comic. You bought a comic. Uh, I haven't read it yet because we were, went to a wrestling yeah. show instead. But it was it's called Kim Reaper. Yeah. By a friend of mine called uh, Sarah Grayley. It's out in all your comic shops. Yeah. So that was nice to pick that up from an actual comic shop rather than ordering it off the internet. Yeah. Which is what I was going to do. But we did go to a wrestling show. We did. After that, we went and queued up in the rain for a while. Yeah. Um... Not at the usual location for a Fight Club Pro show, but across the road. Yeah. Outside the... Di- well, the, the venue was the Diamond Banqueting Suite. Yeah, it wasn't suite. outside. We queued up outside yeah. um, the Diamond Banqueting Suite in Wolverhampton. Um, and and that was kind of the start of our extremely long day at attempting to watch Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Now, Fight Club Pro usually, on a Friday night, starts late. They intend to start late, but they usually start later than they intend to. Yeah. And it finishes very late. And it was quite nice that tonight, instead of the 200 people that regularly go to Fight Club Pro, Mm. 1,100 people got to experience that genuine Fight Club Pro Yeah, that was the real Fight Club Pro vibe. But let's not get too sidetracked on this, because I think 
some of that might fall under a hashtag not my graps oh, right. okay. um, a little bit later on. Yeah. But we'll, that, we haven't done our usual preparation here, so we're just going to kind of freestyle it a little bit. But we are, we'll start with, let's try and get a few points. I mean, okay. I don't think it'll be very difficult to try no. and get this. Um, but we'll go straight into um, love the graps. Hashtag love the graps. Hashtag love the graps. Um, and uh, we'll come up with a few points. Uh, let's start at the end, yeah. shall we? I'm going to throw in the Young Bucks. Yeah. Now, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, a.k.a. the Elite. The the Elite. The the Elite, because they are the bits of the Bullet Club that aren't shit. <laughs> They're um, not the rest. They, they team together against British Young Star in the main event. Now, yeah. Kenny Omega... Um, I've been a fan of ever since I knew he existed, probably even before that. Because of video games. Yeah, the yeah. concept of Kenny Omega popped me. Um, but the Young Bucks I have a complicated relationship with. In fact, I am blocked on Twitter. Oh my God, get by, over By it. one of the Young Bucks. Matt, the dark-haired one with the thick sideburns. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening, Matt... I don't know why you would be. You blocked me on Twitter. You're never going to hear about it. Well, he maybe follows me. And <laughs> he would find out about it. That may be true. Um, I, I have accused them in the past, and this may be why I am blocked on Twitter, of killing wrestling. Yeah, that sounds like something you might say. Yeah. Uh, some of what they do is dancing, not wrestling. It is, weirdly, that we've just been talking about it. it it's wrestling as an art. And as we know, art is very subjective. And quite often, the Young Bucks are not for me. Yep. However, tonight, I fucking loved it. Yeah. And I think actually, and I don't want to pass too much judgment on you and the way you watch wrestling, but I think you probably missed out a lot on the Young Bucks because that's kind of what they, they've been doing yeah. for a long time. And I think maybe you need to sort of lower your guard. I, I think... They're an easy act to have preconceptions about, and they do a lot of posturing, a lot of... Basically, I mean, they are trying to kill wrestling. Yeah. That's kind of their their deal. It's like, we're going to take all the things that we love about wrestling, amp it up to 11, steal a bunch of other people's things, you know throw the kitchen sink at it yeah. and have a great time and sell a bunch of t-shirts. Um, and I, I, you know, I've, I, they're not my favorite act. Well, you did too sweet to them. I as did. They I came did to the too, I did a too Chris, sweet. Chris too sweeted. Like, everyone was doing it. That's no excuse. It, it, I mean, it's my, it's my reason. It might not be a reasonable excuse. But that's what happened. I was willing to overlook you hand-slapping Omari. Oh, what? You never hand-slap anyone? Not Omari. What's wrong with hand-slapping Omari? He, he hasn't made the main roster He needs yet. the support. Yes, he has. He was in the Infinity Tournament, right, mate. Okay. But, yeah, you two-sweeted a man, so I don't know whether I, I can... I two-sweeted two men. <laughs> you did. Yeah. yeah. Um, not both the Young Bucks, I'll have you know. One of them was Kenny Omega. Kenneth, Kenneth Omega. One of um, Dave Meltzer's... Three favourite wrestlers, and yeah. they were all in. They were all in that match. Ma- that yeah. match on that. But team. yeah, I I fucking love that main event. I thought it was great. Uh, it was very very meta. Yeah, 
Uh, they stopped the match in the middle to do a little bit of a promo. Which was a bit weird for me. It I'm was not sure whether they needed that. Um, the, there was lots of sucking it. No, wait a minute. There was, there was lots of the phrase suck it. Yeah, sucking it. Um, but yeah, I, I love that. That was that was the yeah. The it was it it was kind of a typical. Well, I mean, it was kind of a typical sort of um, fight club main event. Yeah, they, they, they've been doing these wrestle house. Yeah, these silly, ridiculous, like six man tags or four ways, where it's just everybody doing everything and popping back up and then doing some more of it. Yeah. And in the end, it finishes. Like, it was, it was, it was nuts. And unfortunately, you're not going to be able to see it unless you were there. Although they did film it. Yeah, they did film it. And I, I don't, I mean, I think that's for their own personal use. <laughs> Whatever that may be. Um, all, that, all that sucking it. Or maybe at some point down the line, we all end up, the, the we being the six guys in the match, under old Uncle Vince's umbrella, yeah, and then yeah. that footage might be worth something. Yeah. So, but I did. I I like that. I I particularly like that. Even though it got silly at times, Pete Dunne never broke character. He was his surly little week. Yeah. For the whole time, he got that sneer. Yeah. Which if I don't know if he's heard if if the wind changes, his face. Good. His well, face I think it already like did. That. That's why he's always oh, got right. a sneer on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was great. Yeah. Um, anything else that you felt that you loved grap-wise? Well, well my, my favourite wrestler, mm. if we discount Keith Lee, Barrington Hughes, <laughs> which for those of you who've been listening to the show and, and don't follow it either of us on Twitter, <laughs> Barrington Hughes is the large gentleman that we, we mm. became enamoured with okay. over WrestleMania weekend. I believe I compared him to... Did I, I think I've been comparing him to a minivan on and, and on, a Fiat Chinkachenko. Yeah, that's what I was going to say on, yeah. the, on the pod. I think I referred to him as a Chinkachenko. So if you discount Keith Lee, Barrington Hughes, and Jimmy Lloyd, yeah, my favourite wrestler is Sammy Callahan. Yeah, and I got to see Sammy Callahan for the first time this year tonight. He was fucking amazing, uh, and he taught me in a buying a t-shirt. Now I will go on record as saying that. The only reason I did buy his t-shirt is because he offered me a free bandana. <laughs> now, if anyone knows what I can do with this bandana, because <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't know, but I was quite tempted by it. it yeah. It's an Ohio is for killers. Any uh, tips for what a married man in his 40s with a child can do with a I ho- I, Ohio is for killers bandana, please get in touch with at love the graps on Twitter. <laughs> um... And I don't want the first suggestion to be, shove it up his ass, Because <laughs> uh, that's really immature and I can't believe you thought of that. Yeah. But Sammy, he was in a freeway, wasn't he? Yeah, it was a match. It was um, billed as Sammy against uh, Shane Strickland. Yeah. At the last minute, young Leo Rush, Little Irish um, who had found himself in Wolverhampton somehow. Accidentally. Oh, I'm just in town. Do you... Is there a wrestling show going on? Now, weirdly, we know that Chuck Mambo found himself in Wolverhampton as well. Yeah. He, he didn't get invited. No, I think he might have bought a ticket. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, so Leo Rush was added at the last minute. So it was a three-way. Yeah. 
and again, blooming good, wasn't it? It was a it was a lot of good, yeah. Um, and quite similar to the main event, just kind of a ridiculous, um, fast-paced wrestling match with a lot of um, yeah, a lot of interesting like sort of three-way things. Yeah, I think that's kind of becoming an art on indie wrestling now. Yeah, um, to to sort of come up with ways that you can do interesting three-way stuff rather than the you know tried and true WWE style of having one person lying outside the ring the whole time. Yeah. And weirdly, before the show, when we looked at the lineup, we saw Sammy Callahan versus Shane Strickland, as it was then. And we saw Penta El Zero M, the Pentagon man, Mm -hmm. against his brother, uh, Ray Fennick. And we were like, uh... uh." Yeah, not... Because... we we thought maybe that they could have mixed it up a bit and put some of the Fight Club Pro regulars yeah. against those guys, but both those matches really were really yeah they really were good. they were really good yeah uh, I was and I don't think I've really spoken too much about it on the podcast but um, I think on Twitter uh, I've mentioned it a few times but I've seen Pentagon a couple of times this year and not been enamoured with him. Um, and I'm, I, you know, I know what he can do. Yeah. I've seen him, um, on all of the video. Um, but I just got the feeling that he was dogging it. He was uh, just, he was coming here. Yeah. Um, not really putting in all the effort that other people on the card were. Um, and I was worried about that today because I was worried about the announced match. Pentagon man versus, um, Ray Phoenix um, and who's that? Who's that? Um, who's that? Let's not let's not do it. Let's not do that. <laughs> Ray um, Ray L Ray Phoenix um, and I, you know I thought oh well they've probably done this match a hundred million times and they're just gonna sort of reel off a couple of sort of greatest hit things and get out. Um, but they didn't, I mean, they, it was a greatest hits, but yeah. like, it was great, greatest hits. Like, it was a lot of fun. It was short, but it was mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I think if we were going to have, you know, one last love the graps. Yeah. It would be, you know, getting to have a big show. Yeah. In the UK that has kind of attracted a lot of people to it. We saw a lot of people today. Yeah. A lot of friends. Yeah. Um, we spent, spent the day with our friend John yep. and our friend James. Yep. Um, and we met lots of people. Yeah, Some people, people for the first time. Yep. Some people for the second time. And yep. I apologise okay. if I didn't remember you, Tony. Yeah. Uh, maybe like a third time with some. Yeah. Or maybe a for some time. people it might have been a fourth time. Yeah. But it was nice to see Ben and the Ogdens and Shauna and Warren and Sophie and all the people that we usually see at these shows. And it's nice that it's becoming a thing and it's a community. Yeah. And everyone is starting to get to know everyone. Yeah. And it's really nice to have like one of these sort of big shows every now and then. Yeah. That draws in all of these colourful characters. Um, <laughs> and we all get together and we all love the same thing. And we can chat about it. I had um, a couple of nice conversations with um, 
with Callum Leslie today. Um, Leslie Callum. Leslie, <laughs> the famous Leslie Callum. Yeah. Um, uh, some other people like Mo and Tim and yeah. like and you know, if you're listening to this and you're not somebody that we mentioned, <laughs> we I do. am sorry. We, we love you. As we well. do love you as well, but maybe you need to make more of an effort. <laughs> <laughs> we could have more of a conversation. Oh, um, we, and we did meet someone else as well in in the pub. Valentine. Yeah, Valentine. There was a guy who he, I think he was sat at the table and you stole his table. Well, he wasn't there, but he, there was a. A discarded drink on the yeah. table, which he came back to drink. Yeah, and um, then he kind of joined us for a bit, and it was a bit awkward. So I tried to make conversation with him, and I said, "Are you here for the wrestling?" And quite sensibly, given that he was in a pub, yeah, he said, "No, I'm here for the beer." Yeah, so, and he, yeah, and he certainly was there. <laughs> he for was the in beer, his downing because those beers. by the time we left, he was trashed. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think last time I saw him, he was stumbling across the road past Waterstones. Pa- yeah. Past Waterstones. Um, I hope he's all right. Yeah, wearing a leather jacket and tracksuit bottoms. Interesting look. Yeah, Valentine, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, get in touch. Yeah. Just let us know you're safe. Yeah, all right. That's going to be really bad if it turns out that he's died tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, let- fingers crossed, he's all right. Yeah, but yeah, it, that that just illustrates as well. It's like we can pick up randoms. And it's such a lovely day out. So join us on our days out. Yeah. Yeah. Join us at the Graps. Yeah. Have your own days out at the Graps. You don't, we don't have to be there. Yeah. yeah. And do you know what? Like, let's try and... Um, next time we're at shows and we're all together, let's actually all... Let's stick together. Yeah. Let's get like a corner of the show. Yeah. And we'll all sit in the same area. Yeah. Um, and we'll all, you know, join in with either... Ch- chanting where we want to or yeah. crossing our arms in disappointment or to sweeten a young buck no well I mean obviously I'll be at the front and I'll be doing the two sweeting yeah. everybody behind me will have to just live vicariously through me wow well like you did tonight <laughs> I'm not living <laughs> vicariously through you you were like so excited that I got the two 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 sweets <laughs> So, was Chris, was there anything that you didn't like about time? Was there anything that was hashtag not your graps? Um, yes, Alan, indeed there was. Um, I think I said to you, like, as we were leaving the building tonight. You said a lot of things. I did say some things. But you said you had to go and meet a man in a car park. I did, I did have to go and meet a man in a car park to collect a package <laughs> at midnight in Wolverhampton. Yeah. Um, but on my way out, I did say, um, and bearing in mind, we were leaving the building at midnight. Yeah. Um, for a show where the doors were scheduled to open at 6pm. Yeah. Um, for a show, for a company that normally brings in less than 200 people per show, mm-hmm. um, doing a show for 1,100. Yeah. Um, a lot of people. So let's say 900 of those people in that audience were not regular Fight Club Pro fans. Of course. I don't think Fight Club Pro did themselves a lot of favours tonight by not running to a appropriate schedule. Yeah. Um, there's a... There, I mean, I'm sure that there were reasons. Yeah. I'm sure that there... You know, if they... If you ask those people involved, they could reel off a whole bunch of reasons for why it ran late. Yeah. But it's still... You know, there's still customers that you're dealing with. Yeah. There are still, you know, 
people who have to they have travel arrangements there there might be all sorts of reasons why people can't stay until midnight for yeah. a show that you expect to have finished probably an hour and a half before yeah. a few people missed the main event yeah there were definitely people who had to leave um, um there were people friends of mine that don't go to fight club pro shows on a friday because that's their mo when they're across the road at the fiction warehouse which yeah. is part of a nightclub building where they've got free reign they can do whatever they want they're playing to a smaller audience that's a lot more forgiving that are in on the whole um joke i don't know the (laughs) the whole well no that's um it's the wrong term but you know what comedy have you been watching there well i mean trent seven um, basically stand-up comedian i find him very funny yeah i'm just i'm saying yeah i'm not saying he's a joke trent he's burying you yeah, go on. You were saying, um, yeah. you know, there, there's there's a forgiving audience yeah. there, but there's not the same audience there tonight. And I think they really did everybody a disservice by not running on time. Like <clears throat> the doors didn't open until about hour and a half late. Yeah, um, an, hour, an hour, an hour. Let's say an hour. Uh, maybe three quarters. We could go back through Twitter and find out exactly. Oh. But regardless of whether they opened at six, yeah, I mean they didn't. No. There were people who still weren't able to get in until, like, getting towards 7.30. And it was raining. And it was raining outside. Yeah. Um, the show ran long. Um, you, 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 like I say, you're inconveniencing people with their transport. Yeah. Um, I just think, I don't know. I, to me, it just rings of kind of unprofessionalism. A little bit. And I'm very forgiving. Like, Fight Club Pro is one of my very favourite promotions in the country. When they're across the road at Fiction Warehouse, where I can be as forgiving as anyone for those late late finishes. I'm in a position with yourself being so as enthusiastic as I am about going to those shows and you being the designated driver that I can I have the luxury of going to those shows. Yeah. Not everybody does. No. A lot of people because of the situation because of Wolverhampton and their dreadful, you know, public transport, like a lot of people can't stay late. Yeah. I I think that the the two things that mitigate it for me are one I wasn't inconvenienced by it. Yeah. Um we're doing this podcast very late, but that's our choice. Yeah. Um you know that the late finish wasn't a problem for for you and I. The second thing is I I don't think if they did it again that they would make the same mistakes. I would hope they wouldn't make the same mistakes. That they've obviously made some errors, as you say. That there are reasons, and Matt Taylor Richards said that there were reasons as to why things had happened. But that is often because your planning hasn't been yeah. You know, thorough enough. So I would hope that it wouldn't happen again. And I think for a first time, it's unfortunate that they've made that jump straight from sort of 200 people to 1,100 people. And thus, there is the risk of those extra 900 people being a bit miffed by it. But I, I, I think that this was the first time that they've done something on this size and when they do it again, and I think they will do it again, because it was such a massive success. I don't think it would happen again. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I would like to think so, but yeah. also they've got previous, haven't they? Yeah. Like, every single Friday night show that they do runs yeah. half eleven or later. And they're not alone, because last night at Rev Pro. No, and actually, they should, the have, they should have learnt from that. Well, yes. There, there were guys on that card that were at Rev Pro last yeah. night. They would have known the situation. Um, and they probably should have looked at that and gone, well, we're going to have some people here that were at that Rev Pro show last night and probably were a bit uh, understandably put out by the fact that that ran super late. Let's not do that. As I say, uh, there were probably reasons, almost yeah. definitely reasons, but reasons only get you so far when you've got customers that weren't happy at the end of the day. Yeah. That be, all being said, uh, as you, the point you made, I wasn't inconvenienced, so yeah. I guess personally, I'm not upset about it, but Stop I, being I am, such an SJW. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate <laughs> for wrestling fan rights. Yeah. Um, it was... Any, anything else that and I know that you you perhaps felt similar to me that it wasn't a problem and it wasn't you know a, a really a, a not my graps but it it wasn't really a fight club pro show tonight no and I think like yeah it's it's weird to put that in this section because, because what we got was great yeah because it was an incredibly fun show yeah um but it did it wasn't a fight club pro show. No, it was a super show. Yeah, it was a super show. Um, it felt a lot like a, a Rev Pro show. Yep. Um, you know, in, in, down to the crowd at times. They were a bit. They, they weren't. They yeah. They weren't as bad as some of the York Hall crowds, no. but like there, there were some. Someone tried a moose. There was definitely a moose at one point. Moose yeah. chant. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was a super show. There was. A, a few there was a couple of all import matches yeah which felt a bit weird to me yeah. not really something that i wanted from a fight club pro show like i i think i turned to you and like during the um the pentagon man um ray phoenix match um and i kind of snarkily said i love fight club pro <laughs> because it was like that wasn't Fight Club Pro at all yeah. like watching watching Pentagon and Ray Phoenix in the Diamond Banqueting Suite with eleven hundred other people is not Fight Club Pro no. in any however way, enjoyable it is yeah and it was illustrated for me and it was something that only occurred to me this morning and I tweeted about it um, that Clint Margera wasn't on the show yeah no Clint Margera and Clint Margera is Fight Club Pro really he's one of the main guys yeah. And for him not to be on the show, I don't know, maybe that's his choice. Maybe he he helps run the, the promotion. Perhaps he was needed to, to run it. Um, in which case, Clint, what happened? Um, but yeah, the fact that Clint Margera wasn't on it was, was a bit, yeah, it's not Fight Club Pro, is it? But, yeah. it, but having said that, it but was... But I did was, talk to a friend of mine who was at the show. Yeah. Um, and spoke to him afterwards when I went to pick up some stuff from the boot of his car. Yeah. Um, and he said it was the first time he'd been to Wolverhampton, first time he'd been to a Fight Club Pro show. Yeah. And that particular show wouldn't entice him back to a Fight Club Pro show. Yeah. Because it feels a lot like other super shows. Yeah. 
Um, and you, all of the great stuff that you hear about Fight Club Pro, you didn't really get tonight. No. Apart from the way the main event, the presentation of the main event. Yeah. I think you didn't really get loads of what makes Fight Club Pro great. No. And part of that is the atmosphere created by being in such a small, intimate venue where you're basically on top of the action. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, Chris, I like being in the fiction with no more than another 199 people. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really care for having a 1,099 other people there yeah. today. So those people can fuck off. <laughs> but no, I mean, and I would always, and I said to him... I said, well, you should make the effort to come to one of the other ones because that's the true Fight Club experience. And, you know, maybe they'll pick up a few people from this. Uh, I would have thought, like, there's probably some people in the area who were attracted by the the names on the card that yep. probably weren't all that familiar with Fight Club Pro or else they would have been having loads more people at their shows than they have had. Yep. And they've been selling out some yeah. of their shows recently um but i would always recommend that, that you go and try out the fiction warehouse if you can yeah because um, those shows are amazing they're the, the best atmosphere wise wrestling shows that it, it the is, uk has yeah, right now. it's the the best place to watch wrestling in the uk yeah up there with the resistance gallery yeah in london um yeah just th- there's one more i would like to throw into the the hashtag not my on, section just very quickly. Yep. Marty Skull, what the fuck was he on tonight? <laughs> yeah. There, there, there were a couple of things. I, I mean, I got the impression, like, that he was doing a bit of his holiday camp stuff. Yeah. Um, he came out at the beginning of the tag match, him and Zack Sabre Jr. versus the Hunter Brothers, and did a generic villain promo. Yeah. Where he kind it's of very pantomime, wasn't it? It was very panto, um, and he he's when he's teaming with Zach these days, he's doing this thing where he is an excitable idiot, and Zach's kind of like, yeah, calm down, mate. But they were both doing it. Yeah, tonight. that dosey dose spot. Yeah, the, the Vic Reeves. <laughs> that went a bit spot. Weird. Yeah. Whereas um, I did like Zach Saber Junior's repeated use of the word dickhead. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't mind the Marty stuff so much, but it did feel weird. Yeah, like I found some of it quite funny, but I'm not sure that's what I wanted. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know whether do we want to talk about the the one match? I guess it wasn't necessarily one match, but there was one match on the card that looked on paper that it was going to be a real highlight of the whole show. Mm. And it really didn't deliver. And I can't put my finger really on why. But yeah. that's, the, that's the Fight Club Pro title match tonight. There were a couple of things, I think, there. The The obvious one is that Travis Banks's story yeah. and his rise to Fight Club Pro champion was a very intimate story. Yeah. And it was carried along by the the audience that were they're there yeah. regularly you know month in month out and those same people were there tonight yeah but 
there were 900 other people there with them. Yeah. Uh, a lot of whom favoured, at least initially, Will Ospreay. The other thing was, for two people who were such good friends, and I've seen them in matches together, not a one-on-one contest, it didn't really click. No, it was weird. I, <clears throat> I Osprey seemed a bit off. Travis seemed a bit off. Well, you said Osprey looked very tired. He did look really tired, and he was taped up. I know he picked up that bump at Rev Pro last weekend, yeah. didn't he? he was suction cupped up. He was. He had all the suction cup marks on him. He had to fight um, Josh Bodum last night, and nobody wants to do that. <laughs> well, maybe Josh Bodum really laid it into him. Well, yeah. Really potatoed him. The shooter, Josh Bodum. <laughs> yeah, Josh Brodum. I'm staring at him now. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Um, yeah, so that kind of fell a bit short. And that, like, that was a bit of a disappointment because, you know, I really had high hopes for that. I would, Alas, like, I would like to see him do it again. Yeah, I would like in to. In the fiction. Yeah. With Will... And I don't think he would need to do it in the fiction, but kind of really healing it up from yeah, the start. Yeah, and he's been doing that, and he's, that's been fun, yeah. I think. The stuff that I've seen that he's doing in progress, we've seen him at IPW doing it. Yeah, yeah he's he's kind of... Um, he, he's a real good heel, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that would be fun to see. Yeah. But I think, you know, we I guess we've rambled on a little bit on, yeah. on Not My Graps, but... Did really enjoy the show. Oh, tonight. it was a great show. Yeah, really, really yeah. did enjoy it. Um, I think our main sort of grumbles about it being late and about the nature of the show are more because we're so accustomed to yeah. Fight Club Pro being one particular thing. This wasn't really a Fight Club Pro show, but it was an incredibly fun wrestling show with a lot of great wrestling yeah. on it. Um, and also, I want I want these guys to be a success. On the one hand, I don't, because then I'd have to find something else. Because as you know from this podcast, we're contrary, and we don't like it when things get too but popular. The, but these are guys that deserve to have yeah. something really good. And they deserve to have a thousand people coming to every show. It is weird, though, isn't it, though, that? Because part of what makes Fight Club Pro so special mm. is the size of it. Yeah. So when you move away from that and you move towards something larger, it becomes different to the thing that you fell in love with about it. And it's not even the same as like, so say you've got a band that you were really into. Like, yeah. oh, I really loved their first album. Then they got big on the second album. Now I don't like them anymore. Boo. That's <laughs> like an irrational decision. Unless the music has, you know, categorically got worse. Mm. Like, that's a rational decision. However, if part of what you really like about wrestling or a particular wrestling product is that it is so intimate and it is so small and so personal and then it becomes something larger than that, it's, yeah. it's moving away from the thing that you fell in love yeah. with. Yeah. It's, it's a thorny one. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll ever solve it um, because we do want these people to to thrive I definitely want all of the individuals involved to be successful yeah whether I want Fight Club Pro to be a company that regularly runs 
a thousand capacity shows, I don't know. I don't yeah, know whether I do want that's, that. That's the conundrum, isn't it? Right. And it's it's something that we've found with progress as well. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, definitely. You know, the success has, has changed it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but... But if they run another one of these, I will definitely have an eye on it. And I would definitely be looking to be there. Yeah. Um, depends what else is going on, obviously. I, I certainly wasn't put off tonight in the same way that I was put off by progress at Brixton. Yeah. Or put off by RevPro at York Hall recently. Yeah. Um, this was a super show. And the presentation was was such that I would like to see it again. Yeah. That I enjoyed everything. I, that, there, there are times in those other sort of shows where I don't feel like I'm a part of that crowd. I feel like no. I'm sort of hovering somewhere else yeah. um, and not really into it. Yeah. Um, but we've got another show to go to this weekend, don't we? We have got another show. We are going to the debut of Lucha Forever in Birmingham on yeah. Monday. Um, Easter Monday, uh, and that's that's quite an early one. So it's an afternoon show, three o'clock start. Three o'clock doors, I think. No, I think it's three o'clock start. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We'll be there. We'll, we'll work it out. It doesn't matter to you, the podcast well, listeners, because it's sold is, out. Though, it's live on Flow Slam. Yeah. So hopefully you've got the Flow Slam gimmick by now. And well, I'm not a shill, mate. I'm not a shill for Flow Slam. I've enjoyed watching stuff on Flow Slam, but if you haven't got it, that's your decision. I'm not going to tell you to buy it or not buy it. I am. I fucking love it. Uh, I would suggest at home you could watch along, and then mm. when you listen to the podcast later, you can shout your own opinions. Yeah, you could watch and see us. I believe we've... Actually, I need to double-check. but I believe we're on the front row for that one. Yeah, because I upgraded the tickets, ah, didn't right. I? Um well, we'll That's, wave at you. Yeah, if you see us on there and we we look like we're enjoying ourselves, but then later on we act all grumpy, you can point out that we are hypocrites. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would be perfectly happy with you doing that. I mean, we're more likely to be crossing our arms because that's kind of our look at shows. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, doesn't yeah, mean we're not enjoying doesn't it. Doesn't mean we're not enjoying it at all. Um but that's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Um, a good card there. Go and yeah. look it up on the internet. I don't. I can't remember it all off the top of my head right yeah, see now. Sammy again. Yeah, Sammy Callahan's on there. Um, the t- the guys off the telly yeah, are on there. Yeah, they're on there. Um, I don't know. Ryan Smiles on there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, the Dirty Wolf. Yeah. Um, Nixon Yule. Is she? Yeah, she's on there, yeah. Oh, is she in the, the five-way? I don't know. I don't... But she's definitely on there. Right. Leo um, Rush will probably turn up. He's probably hanging around. Yeah, yeah. He's he's probably going to be there. So, all of those people... Yeah. Um, so, we'll we'll do that, and we will report back via the medium of podcast. Yeah. So, um, get on the social media. Yes. We are at Love the Graps. Do you know what? Follow it. And tell your friends to follow it, but also follow me, Chris, or at Muscly Babies, Alan at Indie Sleaze. Um and until Monday, I'm going to tell you what I like to tell you at the end of the shows. Uh, go to bed. Bye.
Bye. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, but the seasons are tired. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun.